What's going on, people? What is going on? I got one thing to say to everybody. Wait a minute. Is everybody in here? Oh, yeah. Y'all ready? Oh, Are yeah. You ready? Victory Screech! <laughs> <laughs> Bro, oh, he got the fan out too. All right, thank you. I think, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, people. We kind of going a little bit earlier. I didn't think the game was going to end that yeah. early. I was expecting at least four twenty or something like that. But hey, man, Ooh. I gotta give shouts out to two people today. I gotta give shouts out to. Tyler Algier and Caleb Hunt. Because when the Falcons offense needed it, Mariota was playing like dog water in a way. They leaned on the young guns. Hold on, they said play it again. Do I need to play it again? Hey, hey, one more game. All right, we got. Hey, we don't make. We don't met the NFL uh quarter now. They said we're gonna win two games, so we got the two games. Hello. Victory screech. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad for the worst roster in football, right? Ooh, boy. Lord have mercy, man. This was a roller coaster ride right here for your ass, boy. I'm telling you right now, man. (laughs) If I can get the ESPN app to work right, I can give you guys the numbers for the game. But as soon as it gets, Mm -hmm. good God, ESPN, come on. Right. Hold on, man. We got a um, $2 Super Chat grooming experience said, don't forget, offer a shout out. Hey, man. Yeah, he gets a definite shout out, but. The tie turn when they did what, Mike? When they did you? When they turned Run the tie? The damn bow. Run the damn ball. As y'all so already let me know. Let get the numbers real quick. Let me just get, before you get into that, I want to um, just give the numbers. I kind of... Uh, Obviously, that's something that we do from the post games. So, Mariota obviously did not have a good game. Seven for 19, 139 interception, one sack. He was sacked one time. Um, the offense, the rushing offense, man, they had a big game. I did not see this happening, but 35 carries for 202 yards, two touchdowns, all right? Um, obviously, the passing game wasn't as good as we would hope. But Marcus Mariota, um, even though he had a bad game, man, he came up big in a clutch moment. He, you know, kind of um, scrambled a little bit, got the ball to Zacchaeus for a big, uh, a big play. Uh, like I said, it is you always say them one to three, three to four plays on the game that really wins you the game, and I think that was really helped the Atlanta Falcons with it. Um, I wasn't so impressed with the linebacker core. Like, even though Michael led the team with 11 tackles, Rashawn Evans 10, um, Grady Jarrett 
another just man i i don't know what to say about the dude man if he ain't a chip off the old block man i don't i don't know what it is man the dude five tackles um one sack but i want to give an honorable mention as far as the stats is concerned because this guy just absolutely played amazing and he was just all over the place he stood up like a veteran and this guy is Lorenzo Carter, the old dog. He was all over the place. He was in coverage. He rushed the passer. He set the edge well. He made tremendous key tackles. He got pressure. This dude was just unbelievable um, this bad. So from that point on, man, I passed it to you guys. Hold on, one more. I got I to gotta get this. I'm going to. I'm gonna do this, man. I, I, I'm gonna take K Style Shine for a little bit. He he normally is the host, but I gotta take his shine right here, man. There was one play in this game where it was huge for the Atlanta Falcons to have, and that Bradley Pinion with that 54-yard punt that put uh, Cleveland right back uh, on their team, I believe. Um, it, it was just an amazing punt. That's exactly what we need. And we, like I said, man, it's not always pretty, but it's those plays in key situations. That's what we always preach: the key situations. It don't have to be pretty, but to win the key situations. So that's all I got about that. Hey man, Jew. Hey, like I said, I think we all happy to see that you doing fine down there. You and your family, man. You gotta let us know, man. You gotta. Man, yes sir, yes you sir. Gotta, you gotta <laughs> Hey man, first shouts out to you guys, man. As y'all know, Hurricane Ian came through Florida. You know, tore up some stuff, flooded out pretty much a lot of counties down here. Uh, good news is we kept power. Uh, we didn't have any flooding at my house or anything like that. But it is a lot of people down here that are hurting. You know that lost their homes and stuff like that lost a lot of vehicles and stuff like that so definitely keep those people in your prayers um i appreciate each and every uh, one of you guys that reached out whether it was through mike's channel six man's channel through my channel um i did put up a community tab a lot of people reached out so i appreciate you guys for that but let's talk about this game man this was a great game for our atlanta falcons we've been telling you guys be patient i told you guys we were owing to I said we're going to eventually be able to learn how to close these games out. This team has found a winning formula. Go ahead, Kay. I'm about to say the people watching, I, I hope you – do y'all realize something? Do y'all realize what's going on right now? I don't think they do, realize. Do y'all see what's going on here? <laughs> Let me tell you what's going on here. No hat, do rag. Right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, we got to I had to mix it up. I got the hat right here, but I was like, nah, we're gonna go with the do-rag today. It was one of those those rough, tough games, you know what I'm saying? It got it got gritty today. This team got down and dirty. And I told you guys, we talked about it, even though I missed the heavy hitter show. Y'all told them this was gonna be a game of the trenches. I talked in my X Factor video. The trenches, whoever controlled the trenches was going to win this game. And today, the Falcons, what have we been begging for for the last couple years? To be able to stop the run, to be able to run the football, to be able to close out games. Grady Jarrett, he gets one of the game balls because at the end of the game, for the second week in a row, it's not always about getting a sack necessarily, but it's when you get the sack. 
This is two weeks in a row in the last drive. Grady Jarrett saves his best for last and comes up with a big play to change the game. This is the second week in a row. We talked about it heading to, into this season. I talked about this secondary being the best part of this defense. Second week in a row, they close it out with an interception. D. Alford oh, steps up. You know what? Nah, nah, I can't, let, I can't leave my brothers out like this. I can't leave my brothers out like this. Nah. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go, K-Star. There, there we go. go. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, second week in a row. The second week in a row, our defense closed it out. Running game, Caleb Huntley. We always talked about with Dan Quinn in the former regime, never making adjustments. Tyler Algier was not running the ball that well. I don't know if you guys noticed. It wasn't until yeah. Caleb Huntley got into the game and started yeah. balling that Tyler Algier found his way. But I think that was more of like, Dak, Caleb Huntley in the game, he might take my mm -hmm. spot. He came in the yeah. game mm -hmm. hitting that hole up. It won't no tiptoeing. He was coming in first play, 10 Ooh, yards, boy. first snap. First time he got the game, 10-yard run. Second play, nine-yard run, eight-yard run. To the point where Tyler Jr. was like, oh, man, put me back in, coach. Because, look, I need, uh, he ain't finna take my spot. And then you see CP <laughs> get back in the game at the end of the game. Yes, sir. So, I mean, I'm just charged up for this team. But we've seen the adjustment. We hadn't seen uh, Caleb Huntley all game until, like, late third quarter, fourth quarter. We weren't moving the ball that well as far as the running game. Other than that one touchdown that CP had, we really didn't have no 10- or 9-yard runs. Everything was one yard, two yards in a cloud of dust. But I told you guys in that Rams game, and that's why I say you got to – if you guys have been tuning in, we talked about this in our pregame show with the Rams game. Arthur Smith doesn't panic. When we're, we're losing, he sticks with his game plan. He stayed with mm -hmm. the run. Even when we was getting yes, one sir. yard, two yards in a cloud of dust, he never went away from it. He went right back to it. And we seen – what did I tell you guys? Even in the preseason – we seen a Caleb Huntley in that preseason game where he wore down that defense. Mm -hmm. This we saw it in this game. They had a perfect strategy: wear the defense out, put fresh legs in in the fourth quarter. Caleb Huntley ran through them guys. They were tired. The Browns Ooh, didn't want to tackle that man coming downhill. Two hundred twenty plus pounds coming full head of steam. Then Algier found his legs. The offensive line hats off. We got a top ten offensive line in the NFL. Everybody's talking about PFF. Those boys played today. Everybody knows that the AFC North teams, we always struggle with AFC North teams because they're physical in the trenches. Today, those guys control. When you can when you can run the ball 10 straight times on that one possession where we scored the touchdown, we ran the ball 10 straight times. I always talked about this in the past, running the ball when the other team know you finna run it and they can't stop it. That's what. That's when you just take another it. man's will run. from him. You just if you guys seen the movie Life, one of my favorite movies, when you say, Claude, you want your cornbread? We took their cornbread <laughs> today, man. They couldn't do nothing about it. They had to give it up. We took their wow. heart. We wow. took it from them. And I'll just leave it at that, man. I'm hyped. Hey, hey, let me go ahead and get this super chat out of the way, man. We got the $5 super chat from Dre here. said, once again, Grady Jarrett showed why he's the leader of this defense. Once again, our secondary sealed the win. The offer with the INT. Who boy, What's and good, like it's just good, man. And look, and hope percent beat you. We made them. Mm -hmm. Um, do anybody remember the um Amari Cooper thing where um I heard that uh we needed to be worried yeah. about Amari Cooper? Yeah, we did. We. Hmm. 
Where all those AJ Terrell haters at? Oh, hey man, <laughs> bro. Hey, hey, look, look, look. Let me let me also get this out the way too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, and going back and credit Arthur Smith on this too was that counterplay with Avery Williams. That right there alone was a wait, game. Wait, wait, hey, Styles, you telling me Arthur Smith is creative? Oh man! <laughs> right, wait, right. wait, wait, wait! You telling me that we run the ball and we have a chance to win? Mm-hmm. Wow! Hey man, hold on, we got another one right here. George, he rolling in. George, he said, "I'm here to eat crow. I'm not sure whether we're a QB away from the playoffs if our opponents have played down to Mario the sucks though." Nah, I'm gonna tell you right this, George. No, 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 no. Let me say this. Let me say this. You can't play down. Like I said, if you play down to competition from where. Everybody in it, well, not everybody, but majority of people in Atlanta, most of the people in the news media, and ESPN said that the Falcons are the worst, have the worst roster in football. Ain't no excuses for the Browns. No. No excuses. If if the Falcons are the worst team in football, you got to dominate. Period. No excuses. Keep that same energy. Mm-mm. Don't praise the Falcons now. I don't want to hear nobody say nothing positive because everything has been <laughs> negativity from the, 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 the media. ESPN, we don't want to hear it. I don't want to see no power rankings where the Falcons is higher than 28th. I don't mm-hmm. want to see it. Nope. Nope. Things don't exist to us. They don't yeah, exist. Good, man. Terry came in with the $5 soup. He said, hey, fellas, we won the season. We already got two wins by the fourth game. <laughs> Great right, right. Game win. <laughs> I'm all in. Hey, like I said, we got 14 more weeks to lose. No, 13 more weeks to lose 13 games. Guess we're going on a 13-game losing streak. I guess we ain't going to win another one. Like I said, like I said, Falcons done already hit the quota for wins. And guess what? They did it in four weeks. Four weeks. Without a lot of our crucial players <laughs> not in the game, man. That's that's and, on the defense, especially on the defense side of the ball. We missing quite a few people there. And and, and the Falcons hurt kicking them, hurting, shooting themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. Oh, the man. team has been together one. This is the first year together. This is offense, defense, special teams. This is the first year that they've been together. When I tell you one thing, and I've said this time and time again, when you allow bullies to be bullies, those big men to be big men, this is what changes people's mind. You cannot continue to throw the ball 70 times and expect to win tough games. It's not going to happen. This is why Caleb McGeary struggled. This is why a lot of these guys struggle because they're used to, they want to hit people. Mike Tyson don't want to jab nobody. All right. 
You don't ask Mike Tyson to go out there and jab somebody. You ask Mike Tyson to go knock somebody the hell out. That's what he do. Okay, Caleb McGarry, he's a bully. He's a guy that wants to go for it and knock you out. And I got to say this, too. I know a lot of people talk about the defense, Grady Jarrett, offensive line. They did their thing. But I got to get this ball to one person. Mm. Got to get this ball to one person. Mm. Who is that? Who you got? I got to get this ball. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm saying this. But Marcus Mariota, man. Got to do it to him. <laughs> I, I, and, I'm gonna no. why. and I'm going to explain why. And I'm going to explain why. The reason why I got this, you needed that one play. You got the momentum. You need that one play. It don't matter. You hit that three at the end. Nobody say, oh, Ray, Lew uh, uh, Ray, Ray, uh, Ray Allen didn't have that many points in, in the game when he played with Miami. All they remember is that what? That one shot that clinched it for him. Nobody say Steve Curry was fucking sorry that he sucked. He was a bench warmer. What they remember? When Jordan passed him the ball, he hit it. That's what happens when you have a good team. A good team. All we need you to do is step up in key moments. Was that, was that Alford who got the interception? Mm -hmm. That was Diop yeah. who got yeah. the interception. These are the things we're talking about. He's not been – he hasn't been playing well. But when we needed that that one play to Zacchaeus, that one. that one play, he had been playing absolutely atrocious. Y'all can go in my Twitter account. Y'all can see how mad I was. Okay? Go see it. But we needed Mario to make one play, and he made – he extended the play and got that ball to Zacchaeus. So – as bad as he played, let me ask this question. Do you think Ritter would have done that in that situation after he played that terrible? That's a good question. That's the thing. You you really don't know. Yeah. You really you really ain't gonna know. I mean, like you said, even like you said, if you put a rookie in that situation, it's a possibility that he can make that play. But as of right now, remember I, the 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 fact that this team is fighting, regardless if Mariota is playing good or not. This team is fighting. Right. This this coaching staff has belief in this team, despite him making those mistakes. But let me get a couple of these super chats out the way right quick, man. Uh, we got a couple. Of, shout out to J-Rock for this comment. He said, I like the fact the coaches limited Cordero in the second half and adjusted by using their other backs. Exactly. And that's why I put the poll question before the game. I was like, do you expect the other running backs to be key contributors? And Lord have mercy, man. I'm proud of them. You got you – got, 140 yards out of two young running backs. 140 yards. Think about that for a second. 
But we can get a couple of these super chats here. Dre Harrison said, man, I can't wait to see what this defense look like with Debo, Oliver, and Davison back. Um, you can keep Davison on the sideline. Um <laughs> now nah, put Davidson in because we need as many bodies as we can keep. Hey, I need to keep Grady right. fresh too. Just like Cordero, we need to keep right. Grady fresh. Right. So <laughs> well, that's true too. But even if you are if you a bit scrub, we need you. So we need you to, say, look, we need you to eat, eat up some of these snaps so I can make sure Grady fresh for the last play of the game. So bring Marlon Davidson back too with his injured self. Uh, and then we also got uh Dale with the phone 99 Zoom chat said D offered a dog. Oh, hey yeah. man, hey man. Oh shit, we got another one, man. Grooming experience said enough. Even though Marcus made mistakes, he still kept them in the moments when needed. Let Ritter learn before he gets out there, and that is what we're talking about. That is what you want. Yep. Mike, Mike just said it. The one throw that the Falcons needed, Mariota had to make a play to make that throw. So I give him credit on that. Still play like shit though, but absolute dog crap. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like he bro. played. He played like straight cheeks, bro. And, and I ain't and I ain't talking about sandy cheeks neither. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the defense, oh, the, the defense kept them in there long enough, and Mariota made the made the scramble play the scramble drill play to see the kids wide the fuck open. Man, mm. and hell, we got a we got a ten dollar super chat from my homie <laughs> Liquor with Illinois. Say, come, you imagine if we had a pass attack to go with the run? Hashtag Ritter. <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, it, it. It. It could be a point to that, but like you said, if the Falcons are winning right now, gotta go with the win. See the pro. See the problem is is despite Mariota not playing well. These guys are fighting with Mariota. They in the trenches with him. So the thing mm-hmm. about it is what That's you don't want to do is you don't want to mess up that chemistry because you don't mm-hmm. know oh, yeah. if this team is going to play under the same fire if you bench a guy who these guys believe in. Mm-hmm. Right. Ritter, Ritter, Ritter. I, Ritter, Ritter. I want to piggyback on what you're saying too. Um, okay. Go ahead. What you got? Now finish your statement, bro. No, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, Ritter is the better quarter, is possibly the better quarterback of these two. But right now, when you have a team that's fighting like they are, you gotta stick with it. Mm -hmm. You gotta stick with it until it just gets, until it just gets bad. But we got a five dollar super chat here. Kevin Arp said, "When was the last time we had a two hundred yard game twice in the same year?" Love the fact that we took the game to them hat. Hard nosed tough football. 16, 16, 17, I believe. I think it was, I think it was might have been 18. It might have been 18, 19, somewhere right now. We had Sarkeesian. Yeah, I think so. But it may have been 16. 16 and 17. Because when we had yeah. Shanahan, they ran the ball with Freeman and Coleman. So yeah. 16 and yeah. 17, we, we had a running game. It won't till after Sarkeesian, we got dirt cutter back that we went away from the running game so mm-hmm. but it was just something you said uh Kay, that i wanted to talk about because everybody mm-hmm. keeps harping on mariota he didn't play well but one thing that i noticed and this is something we've talked about numerous times as well 
And I talked about this in one of our videos going into the season. One of my concerns with this team going into the season was everything is predicated on the run. You talk about running the ball. Like we know with Arthur Smith, it seems like the offense gets stagnated when we're not running the ball well. And in this game, Cordero wasn't running it well early. Algier wasn't running it well early. We didn't start running it well until Caleb Huntley got in the game. He was the fire starter in this game. He was the reason this game turned around. Make no mistake about it. If they don't put Huntley in this game, you're losing this game. So that's why I say you got to make adjustments. <laughs> Huntley turned this game around. He looked like you put a new CP in the game because next thing you know, you gashing them for 10 yards. You gashing them for nine yards. You gashing. You won't. You aren't seeing those big plays, and that's the reason. Another reason why Mariota struggled. People, we keep talking about Mariota. Marcus Mariota is not your typical drop back quarterback. He's not Matt Ryan. He's not going to carry you and win a game. And that's why we we keep mm -hmm. telling you guys we took Matt Ryan for granted when he was here because it was games where Matt Ryan had no running game. It was years where Matt Ryan had no running game. Still with average 4,000 yards passing in his sleep because he was your typical pocket passer. He could take over a game. He could call his own plays, you know, go up, no huddle, go up tempo and do his thing. Mariota's not that type of quarterback. He's a guy – that is similar to a Colin Kaepernick with the 49ers. You have to put, put him in a particular offense. If you put him in a, a straight drop back offense, he's going to struggle. And that's why he struggled in this game. I don't know if you guys heard during the telecast, Tinky Barber said it. He said, why are they not, uh, why is Marcus Mariota not getting outside the pocket or why is he not running? He, I, see, I see him sticking in the pocket a lot, staying in the pocket. That's not his strength and that's why he's struggling. So as long as we run the ball well, Mariota's comfortable. But when we're struggling to run the ball, you know, CP's not in the game running it well. Tyler Algier, Huntley, any of those guys, we're not running it well or we're not continuing to run, mm -hmm. you're going to see Marcus Mariota struggle because he's not your typical three to five step drop. I'm going to sit back, read a defense. That's not his game. So mm -hmm. we have to play the game that fits his style. And his style is more read option, RPO. You know, he can throw the ball. Don't get me wrong. He can spin it, but he's not a guy that's going to – dissect you by i know this guy's coming on a blitz i know he's not your peyton manning those type of cerebral quarterbacks not saying he's not smart but he's not the typical tom brady those guys drew Brees, where they, he's going to take over a game with his arm that's not what mariota is so i think we got we have to get away from saying that marcus mariota is not playing well i don't think that he's not playing well i think that he's not the style that we're used to and it's funny because when we had matt ryan everybody hated on him we told you guys, mm -hmm. you're not going to ever probably see this again with Matt Ryan in a, in a Falcons uniform, a quarterback that's going to throw for 4,000 yards in his sleep. That doesn't all, you know, mm -hmm. happen. Matt Ryan was historically great. He's thrown, he's top 10, I believe, in passing yards all time. So we got to be patient. I understand Marcus Mariota. He didn't play well today. I'm not making any excuses for him. But if anytime you see us get into a game where it's the tempo, as I always keep talking about controlling the tempo, we get into this game where it's a lot of passing. That's when you're gonna see Mario to struggle because that's not his game. Mm -hmm. All right, let's, game. All right, let's get. My bad, my bad. Let me go ahead and get to these super chats right quick, man. Because Dre Harrison came with another one. He said, "Have you noticed that every Georgia native on the team is balling out? Count them when you all get a chance." That does that still that that does not mean we're gonna go an all Georgia draft. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. I wasn't gonna do it. 
<laughs> we ain't going with no they already hate me. Right? Doing the fans already can't stand oh, me. Yeah. Right? So I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Cause think about it. If you you trying to get an all Georgia drive, you got 31 other teams that want Georgia players too. So it ain't gonna work like that. Oh my goodness. Appreciate that. And Terry Lloyd came with another one. He said, Do are we realistically a couple plays away from being four and no? Terry and Arthur have made me a believer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My brother, my brother earlier, he came over today, my older brother. And one of the things that he always stated is that. This team is just well coached. You can just see it. And he's he's a guy, he's so hard on players. I'm talking Ooh. about Oakley. You think I'm hard on players? This dude don't like nobody, okay? He don't like Matt Ryan. He don't like Julio Jones. My brother is hard on a lot of people. And this dude said this coach is this is a well coached team. I'm look, I'm I'm gonna just say that, man. This is one of the things y'all heard me say this all year long, that I was not going to be worried about the players. I was going to be focused on how Arthur and Dean Pease are as head coaches, man. And I, like I said, man, I'm, you got the young guy in. You had, man, oh, my God. The linebacker play was absolutely atrocious, okay? The, they was absolutely – look. I'm I'm a pray. I'm I'm seriously. I'm so not joking. I'm a pray for Michael Walker. I'm a pray for uh, Rashawn Evans because they need it. They were bad. They were bad. But the thing that I saw from the young guys, we saw um, fifty one. We saw him get into the game. Yeah, um, Malone. D'Angelo Malone got into a game, made plays, key tackle for losses. We saw one big tackle, uh, I think it was on the second down, fourth to third down, and Troy uh, Troy Anderson, he got to the sideline, and when mm-hmm. I tell you he stopped, I believe it was Nick Chubb. You Nick don't Chubb. see that often. He stopped Nick Chubb in his tracks. <laughs> Let me repeat what I said. He – this dude, nature can literally power lift 500 plus pounds, and he stopped this guy dead in his tracks. So I am absolutely ecstatic how these young players are developing. So I just got to give Dean Pease, Arthur Smith, their, their due, man. These boys, have got, they, they got these boys playing some ball, man. They mm-hmm. are not giving up. This was a total team effort today they picked up the defense picked up the offense the offense picked up this it was just absolutely a total team effort you got the fans booing the offense and they said defense all right all right y'all gonna boo the de- y'all gonna boo the offense oh, all right we got this bam stopped them they ran the ball well but guess what the defense got right back in there and held the offense down until Caleb um, Caleb Huntley got in that mug. That's just like, all right, yeah. now we got something. But that's a total yeah. team effort. That's how you know you got a well-coached team, and this team is on their way to being a contender for years to come. Well-coached team. 
And that and like like Devonte here said, they want Mariota to be something he's not. Him being a game manager is literally what Arthur Smith is asking him to do. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me of another quarterback that he wants coached too. Uh, Mr. Ryan Tannehill. It's the same exact thing. <laughs> I knew you. Sure it reminds me of somebody else that we called a goat. Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Oh, that too. What was he in 01? 02, a game manager? Yeah, he was a game He's been a game manager his whole goddamn career. <laughs> but this ain't about Tom, fuck Tom Brady. This ain't about him. But, yeah, man. And like I said, that defense, well, like I said, once that defensive line revved it up in that second half, that's where the defense really started making the plays. Like I said, this is where the shouts out go to the Grady Jarrett of the world. And there's two other guys that we're not giving no yeah. credit to, him, yeah. and that's Taquan Graham and Abdullah Anderson. Say the last name, Abdullah Anderson. Yeah, Abdullah Anderson. That boy. Abdullah the Anderson, boy. Good God. Yeah. Abdullah Anderson and Taquan Graham, like you said, and Grady Jarrett held down. Once they once they started trying once, like you said, once they started controlling the line of scrimmage. The running game for the Cleveland Browns, I wouldn't necessarily say they stopped it, but they contained it enough. Mm-hmm. So, but so, but the, them linebackers, them linebackers was missing. They was missing assignments though. But once Abdullah the Butcher came in that mother and TQ got in there. But TQ and I like that nickname. Who gave him the butcher? Is that his nickname for real? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I said in the chat, everybody said the butcher. I ain't it never heard it. That was his nickname, but that's a tough mm-hmm. nickname. He looked like right. a butcher today. Right. <laughs> like I said, you had you had AK and Lorenzo Carter. They getting tackles for losses. Lorenzo Carter had a, a big pass break. Had a great game himself too. He mm-hmm. was he was physical in the middle, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what we've been talking about, those role players. We've seen the role players today do their mm-hmm. job. We've been talking mm-hmm. about this. The Anthony Rushes, um, mm-hmm. Abdullah Anderson. Those are the guys that we need. Those are the guys that we've been needing. I right. talked about Grady Jarrett, have, uh, Grady Jarrett having those guys, you know, on the line with him. Abdullah Anderson, he's a problem because i seen on one play, I was watching, if you guys go watch film, he literally pushed his guy in the backfield, all the way in the backfield. <laughs> I was like, "Bruh, this dude got a his strength. He also he got some other stuff. His strength is crazy. He literally pushed his guy all the way in the backfield so much so that the running back really had nowhere to run." I'm like, "Yeah, this dude, he, he's he's the real deal. He the real deal, man. That's a role player. You need that Dennis Robin in in basketball reference to do to get the rebounds and to do your job. And how we how we always talk about guys standing in a lane." The guys did an excellent job today of pinning because there were so many times where even though uh, Chubb was running the ball well, he was carrying guys because everybody stayed in their lanes. You've seen everybody keeping their gap integrity today. Mm. Yeah, it was times where, you know, Kareem Hunt and Chubb got yards, but they were tough yards because those guys was in. I mean, they was this was a heavyweight fight, man. 
this was a heavyweight mm-hmm. fight and our guys showed that we had some heavyweights as well because those guys were not backing down those guys played tough like it was tough sledding other than that one uh run that uh chubb broke that long one where he scored the touchdown those guys held up pretty well and it was all 11 hats flying to the football so it was just a great a great game by the defense in the trenches those guys played well today Mm-hmm. And we got a ten dollars super chat from Gold Teeth Pooh Productions. I left the Falcons after twenty six years, ninety five twenty one, on the Chargers and White Jesus since last year. Okay, White Jesus is a very interesting nickname for Justin Herbert. But we're gonna continue this. He said, "My heart still be doing slow caps for y'all when y'all win, when the team looks good." Salute, fellas. We definitely appreciate the um super chat, but at the same time. We don't need no slow claps. Once she gone, you take it that way. We, whoa, 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 whoa. We going <laughs> to get away with that? No, I'm waiting for Look. White Jesus. That's what I'm looking like. What are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> he can't even say his own reels. Let him thou shall heal his own reels. Okay? Like, what are we talking about, white Jesus? White G. Thank you anyway. We appreciate, we appreciate White G. White Jesus. You need you need you need to call Austin Eckler Jesus over there right yeah. now. <laughs> Wait, he I like the guy, but don't go that don't go that far. You said you I, said I you said you setting yourself up for failure because right now even Josh Allen looks suspect. Boy, yeah, <laughs> Ooh, boy, I, mm, don't let me get, don't get me started on that. <laughs> and Wendell Perry said we're top five and less penalty yards given up today. Only one penalty by London Arthur Smith is coaching this. Ah, well, and that's unnecessarily, but that was him trying to be way too physical. Hey, I mean. I see a comment about, you know, Troy Anderson. It's like, look, that's not clowning people. That's just telling the truth. He lost his hell last week. <laughs> he didn't know what the heck he was doing. He, he's going to get better as time goes on, as he get more playing time. So it's not clowning, man. You know, I'll clown Stacey Bennett. But I wouldn't don't start. Him. Don't start that, man. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Look, I'm hey, just telling you. Hey, look, 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 look. We'll do that. This is this is Falcons right now. We'll do the Georgia Georgia okay, Tech okay. stuff tomorrow. Okay, my my apologies. I mean, like, like I said, he's still Elroy Jesse, but we'll say that for tomorrow. Go <laughs> <laughs> sneak that one in there and tell me to stop. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, you know my nickname for him, boy. I keep a nickname for him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh my God. <laughs> no, nah, like I said, we'll say that for tomorrow. Um. Uh, yeah. said, y'all. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Y'all were clowning Anderson last week. Did you see him? I mean, like I said, I, look, we we talked about he was lost as hell on the field, and he was lost. But he also he made lost. some good plays that we're talking mm-hmm. about the tackles. Like, oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I, I, he I, was I, talking I, about I, the play where he was just like he was lost. He had no clue. He, he was looking around like 
That ain't clowning. That's just the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> that's, that's the goddamn truth. And it's crazy as hell <laughs> that we literally seeing <laughs> all these plays that these linebackers are running late on and lost on. They accuse a guy that's not being on the field for doing that for the last four years. Yeah. That's kind of fun. <laughs> I find that I kind of find that hilarious. <laughs> that they praise Michael Walker for his play, but the plays that he's messing up on is the same plays that they say Debo does on a on a consistent basis. Are we gonna get to that? Are we gonna get to that, boy? Hey, hey, we, I, hey, I said we, on that. I said on that. Touchdown run to Chubb. If Michael Walker hits that hole properly, he blows that entire play up. He hesitated. Mm -hmm. You can go back and watch it for yourself. They directly ran at Michael Walker because he knew he was going to hesitate. You cannot hesitate as a linebacker. I've, I've said this for the last three to four weeks. When you see the Falcons um, linebackers flat-footed, they're not doing their job. They should not be flat-footed. A linebacker should never be flat-footed. He should be slowly inching towards and going backwards immediately. That should never be a hesitation. He hesitated on there. He didn't hit. He should have took his – like you saw one play with Rashawn Evans, and this is why I say this was a, a, a game for Rashawn Evans. He put his body on the line to stop that play, uh, the tackle for loss. I believe it was Abdullah uh, Anderson who got there, but he put his – he, he put his body on the line. He attacked the uh, guards, and he shut that that shut that hole down. That's what you're supposed to do as a linebacker. Put your body on the line so someone else can make the tackle. This is what Dion did last year. He put his body on. He did it last year. Oh, this! How did you guys think that your boy had over 200 tackles? You got to put your body on the line. So. At the end of the day, man, um, we're going to get better. I think, you know, at the end of the day, man, like I, I like what I'm seeing from Troy. Um, Michael Walker, he has those spurts where he makes some big-time plays. Um, he's going to make plays, but, um, you know, like I said, they coming together, man. That, that's all I can ask for, man. You got two wins on the, on, on the season, man. Nobody thought you would do that. I mean, they thought we would win exactly two games, and you got yeah. that two wins in four games, so. Man, I'm like I said, I'm I'm proud of these guys, Hold man. I, I don't know what else to say. Hold on, I got. Let me answer this right quick. <laughs> My boy Ray he said, "Do y'all see us keep it really next year?" Hell no. I ain't got twenty. I ain't got fifteen million for another wide receiver. <laughs> you have a chemistry with the wide receivers you got now. Really doesn't fit in. He doesn't fit in this system. I, I just don't. Because if you looked at a lot of those runs, the Falcons have been getting in that second half. Did you notice the wide receivers being physical with the corners? Is Ooh. Calvin really going? Is yep. Calvin really going to do that? Hell no! Hell no! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. Nah, man. That was that was horrible. Black Bear, what's going on, man? 
What's going on, fellas? Oh, man, no, <laughs> man. What you got for us, man? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. Game like that one, we won the one the past three, four years. Game like that one, we would have let slip out of our fingers. But not right. this group. This a resilient group back behind great coaching. I mean, I don't, I don't really have any other way to explain it to these Fellweather fans. I really don't have any other way to explain it to these haters out here other than this is a resilient group back behind great coaching. Great coaching. So, Question. I didn't. I didn't really see y'all. Uh, I didn't really see a reason to panic, so to speak, when when we didn't uh, cross the goal line on that last drive and we took a field had to take a field goal. I didn't see no reason to panic because I know the kind of group we got with the kind of coaching we got. They put these guys in a position to to close this game out and. One of my keys to, to the game was get turnovers. We was fifth in the league going into this game with five turnovers. We coming out of it with seven. Mm. This defense yeah. now has seven turnovers. This defense is resilient, man. Mm-hmm. And this, this coaching staff, they know how to put these guys in a position to win. I love, I, love, I mean, it, it's of course, there's a lot of things we, you know, need to fix. But, you know, we get into that stuff later on in the week. Today, we celebrate mm-hmm. victory. Yes, sir. That's what we do today is celebrate right. victory. So if you don't know how to celebrate victory and you still a salty-ass crabby pants <laughs> and you still want to look at this game and shake your head, oh, they almost lost. They almost your ass on up out of here. <laughs> so we celebrate victory today right and lee 85 came with the two dollar super chase said we are playoff contenders this season i'm taking it one game at a time remember this, good, man. This is, remember remember time. remember this is the worst roster in football so we just looking at we just looking at something looking real good this is the worst roster in football Playing with heart, and I got laughed at too before the season was because somebody had told me, "Well, if you got the worst roster in football, you have no business winning." I like, no matter how good or great your team is, you got to have the attitude to win. Mm-hmm. You got, you got to want to win. You got to want to be there for your brothers. You got to want to goddamn show show your ass, mm-hmm. take control of the game. Mm-hmm. So, hey man, I don't, like you said earlier, man. I don't want to hear nothing about no power rankings about the Falcons going up. I don't want to hear nothing. Well, all of a sudden now this t- I'd have had to hear from the time April came. Until after week one, from this Atlanta Falcon media, mm-hmm. 
than this sports media about how terrible this roster is. We are the very few that's telling y'all just stick on with the team. Watch what they do. They said we was going to be 2-15. and 15. We already got two wins now, baby. God damn it. What y'all going to do now? <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess we're going to lose the next 13 straight, K-Style. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Hey, man. Let, let me say this real quick, man. Let, let me say this real quick. I mean, numbers are a good thing, man, but most of the time players just want to win, man. And I think we, we got to, you know, take a step back and understand that we had numbers for the last, you know, five to ten years. Matt Ryan, Julio, Calvin Ridley, all those guys gave you numbers every single year. Big-time numbers. That's going to get you paid crazy money. But we didn't get wins. We didn't get key wins. We didn't have wins and like we didn't have the big wins in in our division. If we can't dominate our own division, we can't instill that fear in Tampa, the Saints, the Panthers, then what do we have? That's what I want. I want to make sure that the Saints know when they come here, we're gonna run the damn ball down your throat, and it's gonna be a hell of a game. I don't. Uh, this is a playoff team in Cleveland, okay? And if they had, uh, you know, let's just. I'm not saying try to disrespect. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm not gonna try to cut you off. I'm just gonna say, uh, let me correct you. This was the number one Russian team in the NFL. Continue. Mm, Okay. So it's even better than I thought. Um, look, the number one Russian (laughs) team in the league. The number one rushing team in the league, and this defense came. Bro, this defense came to play. They got stops when it mattered. They got turnovers when it mattered, and that's what it all come down to, man. So, like I said, man, um, whew, we got a lot to really break down this um, this week. So, uh, do you want to get some comments? Want to get some more comments? Some questions? Yeah, let me get a couple of these super chats out the way. Tony Hawk here said, it's amazing to see how many Falcon people want to hop back on the train now that we went in. Hashtag <laughs> six real Falcon fans from day one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If y'all see if y'all see any of them, y'all make sure y'all call them out. Oh, yeah. Make sure y'all call them out because we ain't got time for that. We always we know say, who y'all. We you can't hide. We, we know who y'all. Oh, oh, believe that. Oh, believe that. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> we know. And then we got another one here from Justin. He said, y'all see Algier drag that dude about 15 yards. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, look, 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 look. Well, what they say, not bad for a fifth-round pick, right? Right. <laughs> but when you talk about no wasted movement, that's the type of players that they want. They want guys who see the hole, hit the hole, all that bouncing and stuff, whether it's on the defense side of the ball, offense, see it, go hit it. That's it. 
I just want to go back to something he said. Um, you said, Mike, when you were talking about uh, the Cleveland Browns in this game, and I think a lot of people are missing this. You were talking about Matt Ryan and the numbers that he was putting up and the numbers that Julio, you know, Calvin Ridley was putting up. Think about this. We always hear this in the NFL. What what travels in the playoffs? What teams make the playoffs? What teams do well in the playoffs? The, a team that has a running game and a team that plays good defense. That's what this team has been doing. That's why this team is a playoff contender. With the, When that, that super chat, whoever has sent us that super chat, saying that this is a playoff contending team, they are. They're proving it out there on the field. We keep talking about how tough this schedule is, but the way that we played today proves that this team can beat any team in the league. If you can stop a team and make them one-dimensional and keep them from being able to run the ball, you can stop the run, and then you can run the football when another team knows that you're trying to run the ball. Ten consecutive run running plays, you drive all the way down the field without throwing a single pass. That's impressive. And you ain't do it against scrubs. You did it against a good defense. So, I mean, that's that was impressive. This is not one of those games you could just, you know, oh, no, this is an AFC North team. Those teams are known for playing good defense and running the ball. And that's why I wanted to emphasize when Mike said – Russian, you know, Russian attack. No, this is the number one Russian attack. They came in today. Nick Chubb was leading the league for the most rushing yards in the league, the Cleveland Browns. We just shut that down. Yeah, they got, they made plays, but we made plays. And like we keep saying, we did it without a lot of our good players. Like they say, well, Miles Garrett was out. Well, Deion Jones was out. Isaiah Oliver was out. Those are two starters on this defense. And you still win this game. And you still pretty much control the game for most of the game so i mean we got out to a 10-0 lead in this game if you guys remember so this this team is proving that they're building something special here in atlanta and when they were talking about discipline this coaching staff has already flipped this team on its head by just looking at the offensive line we know what our offensive line looked like we know what we've looked like the last couple years for these guys to come in and for us to be able to run the ball for 200 plus yards that says a lot. But offensive line, dude. The offensive line. They so dogs, man. Woo boy. They them is some goons. Them hey. are the goons of this team. That hey. offensive line, bro. Hey, look, and did y'all know? Did y'all notice who was leading the charge on that running attack? Woo! 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 I just want to know who. Chris Lindstrom, Caleb McGarry. I'm going to be real with you. Chris Lindstrom, is a, he's a problem. <laughs> Chris Lindstrom, Lindstrom is a problem. I saw him. Yeah, he was down the field, bro. He was really on that second level consistently. Right. So my prove it said Drew Dahlman. Hey, look, I, I doubted Drew Dahlman, but hey, Drew Dahlman shut me up, y'all. Drew Dahlman say, hey, look. You think I do with them, them snaps, man? Them, we snap, them snaps be pissing all of us off over here. Like, <laughs> damn, that's all, that's my only that. issue <laughs> with him, them snaps. <laughs> we, hey, we I was a Hennessy guy, but look, <laughs> we winning. Hey, yeah, look, yeah. Guys, look, y'all know I'm biased. I was a Hennessy guy. I was like, Hennessy should get should keep his job. But Drew Dahlman... Hey, he he making it happen. I can't look. Yes, sir. I, one thing about me, I change. Look, I'm not the person that sticks with my same narrative. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Drew Dalman <laughs> is winning. Period. I don't care nothing about 
feelings. Mike, how many times do you talk about feelings? We don't care, care about your feelings. We don't care about I don't care about make me feel good. I want to no. win. <laughs> Look, yeah, because I'm saying, because like, it's like it always with Dolphin and Mary, it always seems like it's over the same exact spot on the field every game. This shit happens, <laughs> bro. Never, it never fails, Bruh. <laughs> so if you clean that up right there, we good. Uh, Dre came with another two dollar two chase. The offensive lines new name is the Bad Feathers. <laughs> Look, I don't get down what they was. You call them whatever. Oh, yeah. I need that. I need that. <laughs> I need that every game, bro. Them boys was them boys was magic today, man. That like they was just amazing. It's like it like 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 it's like dude. It's just it just and then like you said when we're talking about the offensive line, like I said, they running behind the right side of the line, and mm-hmm. then. That's why I said before, this is why I always this is why I say Calvin Ridley will not fit in this offense because if you looked at those run plays, you saw Drake London putting motherfuckers on the ground too now. I'm gonna say this too. I, I gotta say this too. A lot of people so focused on Kyle Pitts catching passes, but that dude was blocking his ass off today. Yes. He was really blocking today. So like I said, man, these these this man want football players, man. Mm-hmm. They, they do want football players, man. It, like I said, it's not going to be pretty. I'm a, I, I said this when we hired Arthur Smith. I said mm-hmm. this team is going to, we all said this is going to be ugly football. This is not going to be, this is not going to be that same pretty offense that we've you accustomed to seeing. It's going to be ugly wins. It's going to be ugly Football games. Get, get used to it. Nasty stink. Oh, mm-hmm. porn nice. style style. But just like, mm-hmm. just like Judah with the big old boobies. She might not be pretty, but she's showing no sticks. So she's a butterhead. This the butterhead offense. That's what we're going to call it for now on. Smash butterhead football. <laughs> Yeah, Shay right. with the five Shay with the five dollars said, How we doing today? Good, right? I'm still not feeling Mariota. That's just me. Huntley look pretty damn good. Keep up the good work, guys, and rise up. Appreciate appreciate it. Yeah, like I said, this is the like I said, the butterhead offense. <laughs> That's a perfect yeah. good nickname for it now. I mean somebody <laughs> like I said, it ain't pretty. But the damn show is nice when it works. Am I right, people? I'm <laughs> go ahead, dude. Go, go ahead. Go. You can take this because I'm um, you gotta take. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got another super chat here. Groomer the Spirit said the kids. Is showing that he's better than Ridley for how much we are paying, and nobody's talking about that neither. The kids is flourishing right now. Yeah, and he do need to get more recognition because this, this, this the young fellow is doing his damn thing. Okay, he's mm-hmm. doing his thing, man. When when we need a play, OZ has more probably about eight six times out of ten. OZ been the one to make the play. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. When we need a passing play, when we need a big catch, when we need somebody to get some some yards after catch, he's been OZ about six times out of ten. Mm-hmm. We don't see him oh, running backwards and falling on hey, falling hey, on the ground hey, because these kids hey. get hit. He ain't running backwards. He's he going down, making he making catches. He he he's making catches in the middle of the field, and that's the difference too. He's catching the ball in the middle of the field. That role player, they go that role player. I was talking about. You need that role player, man. Draymond Green, well, whoever you, when you need to play, Oz gonna make a play, and that's why Arthur Smith loves Oz. Oz is one of his favorite players. He said that in one of his press conferences. Because OZ is one of those guys that's got it from the mud. When you say get it out the mud, OZ is not a prissy player, but he gets the job done. Period. Hey, look, and Mucho here said the best. OZ out here blocking too. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, Parker Hissy, man. Oh, my God. We got to get that man a game ball. This this dude is always in the trenches getting dirty, getting filthy, getting nasty, man. So, like I said, man, he's a football player. He reminds me of a guy of a Green Bay Packer fullback. Just like uh, you just always see him in the trenches. He'll get two or three yards here and there, but for the most part, he's knocking people's heads off. And that's John Cooper. Cool, Ooh. man. That, right, that's, that's who Parker has to remind me of. He's a fullback slash tight end, ace back, whatever you want to call it. But he's always there getting nasty, putting his body and putting the hat on people. That's really what you need, huh? really He really is. I, I, like, I like how we able to run the ball. And y'all don't forget that we ain't even at full clip with the running, with the running attack. They planned right. on John Fitzpatrick being out there busting heads <laughs> in the running right. game. He, yes, and he sir. ain't been available. We we doing this with not even the full, you know, the full clip. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, cause we no Damian Williams, a half ass court CP, cause you trying to rest him with him being questionable. And let me get a couple more, man. Rand, Randy Weatherford came with a $2 super chat. Let me go ahead. I'm going to definitely shut him out, shout him out as well. And also, Reginald Banks here said, the question is, where do Caleb go from here? He's earned his right on the roster, but will they be running back two or three? He gave us that energy we needed. You got to be you- active, period. He got to be active because he <laughs> proved himself. I mean – how how I roll is when you get your opportunities, what do you do with it? And today he showed us when he got his opportunity, he seized the moment. So you got to reward. When you see guys come out here and ball, that's the same thing with OZ. OZ was a guy that made the roster, made the 53-man roster. D. Alford. These are guys that fought their way on the roster. These are not those big-name five-star, four-star recruits You know, out of high school. These are guys that are grinding. And this is the type of team – that has a bunch of misfit grinders. So you gotta like to me, Huntley earn more, you know, more reps. Mm-hmm. What I would do in this next game, if CP is not a hundred percent, don't have him dress at all. And then you can bring another guy on the active roster. Cause to me, today you really didn't need to have CP out there to be real. From what he did, yeah, he scored that one touchdown. But if they would have played Huntley from the beginning. You probably would have ran the ball even better than you did later on in this game. But this was a Caleb Huntley type of game because he's one of those downhill runners. 
But I think you got to keep him on an active roster at this point. Mm-hmm. The Damian Williams comeback. But I would put CP nah. on the shelf if he's not completely healthy. I wouldn't even waste, you know, nah. doing the pitch count with him. Put him on the put him on the bench for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Until he's completely healthy and let those young legs use them young legs you got. Nah, yeah, you gotta keep him. Like I said, if he if he's running like this right now, see what he does next week, man. You gotta keep it going here. This is like you said, this is why you had Ty Lodge out here running for almost hundred yards. You got Caleb Huntley. Like I said, these two alone combined for almost 140 yards rushing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, CP really didn't even need to play. Yeah, he 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 you know what the good thing about CP, man? You see guys normally when they injured, he on the sideline frowning and crying. Mm-hmm. CP was smiling. He was smiling, he was joining his teammates, and he was really and genuinely happy for these guys. Mm-hmm. That right there is a sign of a great team. Okay. Yeah. That right there, like I said, I'm I'm just proud of how everything is coming together, man. Going from a team that was predicated on me numbers and me getting my contract. And I'm gonna just say this about Caleb McGeary, man. If I'm the Atlanta Falcons, I'm starting right now. I'm hitting up his agent and saying, let's talk about this contract. I'm not wasting no time. I'm not allowing him to get to another team because, like, this dude is playing out of his mind. He is the perfect matchup, uh, the match to Chris Lindstrom. Don't mess that up. He's earned it. Give it him. Get, like, like we say, we give uh, to the running back what we did tonight, today with uh, Caleb McGarry, uh, with Caleb Huntley. Give him. Him the damn ball. Don't play around with it. Just keep feeding him. This boy got momentum. He believe in himself. The offensive line, they finally got their chemistry we've been talking about. Bruh, just, just like I said, just don't even play around. Just hit his agent up and just start working on that contract mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And get a shout out to Coach here. He said with the $5 Super Chase that you have to sign Huntley now before so no one goes for him. Oh God, I forgot about that. If you put him on the practice squad, another another team can sign him off your practice squad. So that's why I say you gotta keep him active. You you don't have no choice because Damian Williams is injured. So you can't take that risk of putting him on the on the practice squad. That's another problem. Yeah, like yeah, like I said, you like I said. Oh man, you know what might happen? They gonna cut Damian Williams. I mean, I. It's either that or Brian Brian Edwards gonna be cut, man, because he done lost favor with uh Arthur right now. Seemingly he's lost favor. I don't know if he's injured, but something isn't right there. So I like it's either gonna be Damian Williams cut or uh Brian Edwards has to be cut at this point. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And good point, coach. Good point. Good point. And D. Coleman here said if Huntley and Algier run like that, CP becomes more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Pick your poison. <laughs> pick it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, pick your poison. I mean, that's pick why people poison, keep talking bro. about Kyle Pitts. It's pick your poison. At this point, it's like if you got all of these guys going, at this point, I understand everybody want to see Kyle Pitts get his numbers. 
But if you're winning, you can't go away from the winning formula. And that's why I say this this coaching staff deserves a lot of credit because what do we see in this game? They didn't go away from what worked, and that's what the Falcons have been known for. When we had Dan Quinn, we would be blitzed and being aggressive. When we had even Raheem Morris the last part of that season, we would do something that would be working, and we would go away from it. And that's what would mm-hmm. lose us game. In this game, when Caleb Huntley got it going – did y'all see Caleb Polly after that one drive? Boy, that boy, boy, he, he, he was amped, boy. He was, he was warm out though. They warm out. Did you see him on the mm-hmm. sideline after mm-hmm. that that one drive? He needed oxygen. He needed everything because yeah. he gave it everything he got. But mm-hmm. Arthur Smith was like, yeah. at one point he tapped his helmet, and Arthur Smith was like, "We rolling." He kept calling uh-huh. players on. No, uh-uh. He was like, yeah. "Nah, keep it going, keep it going," because we yeah, wearing them down. So keep it going. So I caught yeah. that. I caught that helmet tap. Yeah, he tapped on his helmet after like two or three runs. He had broke that long when he tapped his helmet, and they were just like. Go back to the line. Ooh. Just run it again. <laughs> Show your ass out there. Get your ass out there. Yeah, man. Look, they wore, look, talking, they wore down. We, look, we had, we had the momentum. You got to keep that momentum going, man. I mean, they they did eventually take him out and put Tyler Algeri in, and that's when he broke one. But you got to ride the hot hand, and that's what we saw in this mm. game. And the Falcons have been known for we make an adjustment. The adjustment's working. Oh, let's throw a pass here just to get cute. No. Run that draw a hundred times until they stop it. Run that that yep. stretch play until they stop it, and that's what they did on that one drive. Ten straight runs. I the last time I seen a team run the ball that many times in a row was that NFC Championship game between the Packers and the 49ers. The year that the, uh, uh, San Francisco went, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo threw like eight passes eight in passes. that game. Yeah, that was the last time I seen a team literally run the ball every single play on one drive. Yeah, man. Like I said, somebody said here, the grooming spirit said with the two dollars said cut Brian Edwards. Um, and then like you said, Mike, like you said, Brian Edwards has been a healthy scratch for two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 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 he looked like look look like he didn't he didn't hit the um Damn it! Who is that? The Deidre Sanat syndrome right now. Oh, oh, wow! We didn't have to bring that up. <laughs> he getting healthy scratches in uh, in Tampa, so right. <laughs> but but yeah, man. Y'all want to know? A, y'all want to know an itch that's about to be scratched real soon? What's that? DJ coming back. You putting know, these, putting these W's together without mm-hmm. adding him and Isaiah on defense was very important. It was very important. Mm-hmm. So now that we get these guys back, well, DJ, we we think he'll be back. We I don't I ain't really heard too much about Isaiah, but putting these wins together without having them two guys on defense. Was very important mm-hmm. because Isaiah Oliver is your edge setter as well. Then we got a nine ninety nine super chat. <laughs> George then came with another talking about McGarry has been consistently failed to live up to expectations. There's a reason they didn't pick up his fifth year option. You signed him to twelve mil. He's a French starter, quality backup. That's what he is. Appreciate the nine ninety nine. 
appreciate the nine ninety nine, but this is not a pass happy offense. He may be that in a pass happy offense, but this is not that offense. This is the butterhead offense, bro. <laughs> this is the butterhead offense. Somebody, I'm gonna need it's you to take this. Away. Jude, please take this because I'm not answering. I'm just not. I'm just it, not gonna get it. Go ahead. It goes please. back to what we've been saying. Chemistry. I'm gonna keep saying chemistry is everything. We y'all talked about this. I don't even think I was on the show necessarily when y'all when you and Kay talked about this. Um, but y'all talked about when we had that all of that money. Everybody's talking about we're gonna have a hundred million dollars next year. Mike told y'all, and Kay told y'all, we've been telling you guys, and even Terry Fontenot has told us numerous times that they're gonna look to sign their own players before they go out and spend a bunch of money in free agency. It's a reason we got a bunch of guys on one-year deals. We've talked about this um, off the off camera where I said Lorenzo Carter is getting re-signed. You can see the way that this man is playing. He's getting a new contract Ooh, next boy. year in Atlanta. Yeah. So get ready, Falcons fans. If y'all looking to get, you know, one of them big-name guys, the big-name guy you're going to see signed next year is Lorenzo Carter. He's getting extended. I'm telling you that now. I'm telling you, and it's no, I'm the source. He's getting another contract. <laughs> He's getting another contract. He's another guy. He's another guy like Michael saying. He's going to get a new contract. They're going to pay the guys that are balling out for this team. The guys that are on these one-year deals that are actually balling, that's the reason you sign players to one-year deals. (laughs) So you got, okay, this is a prove-it year. These guys out here proving it. Lorenzo Carter's proving it. That's why I said I'm the source. He's proving that he deserves another contract. So he's going to get paid. So all these guys that want these big name guys that's not here, the reason why you sign your own guys is because we know what these guys can do in this system, in this scheme. We know what Caleb mm-hmm. McGarry can do. Go out there and sign another right tackle. Go out there and draft another right tackle. What's the chances to say the next guy you draft is not going to be a bust like we're calling Caleb McGarry? We've seen Caleb McGarry. He's proven it. And to be honest, he's doing it in a contract year where all the pressure really is on him. The Falcons have no pressure right now when it comes to Caleb McGarry. So really, Caleb McGarry is showing us he deserves a new contract. And that's why I say I believe in you. You reward your guys first. You don't go out there and pay mercenaries, pay guys, free agency. How many times have we done that as Falcons? Steven Jackson, we signed and brought him in. Bust. Todd Gurley, we brought him in. Come on, like we got to start paying our own guys, guys that are proving it to us. Because most of the times when we go out and sign somebody – outside of the falcons organization bring mm-hmm. them here it doesn't pan out we've seen that so i'm paying these guys that are proving it these guys are out here winning these games these guys are out here in the trenches proving to us they're building this winning culture so we're gonna give we're gonna put that money in their pocket because they're proving it we're not gonna pay somebody that didn't help build this culture these young guys right now are setting the tone right now that's the reason you've seen Deion jones grady jared got a new contract and grady jared He's earning every penny. I wish somebody would say that Grady Jerry has been balling. To me, Grady's having the best season of his career so far. He's balling. And they paid this man, and he's earning every single penny. So Caleb McGarry, all those people that's hating on this man, he didn't get his fifth-year option, and he could have easily did what Mike was talking about, CP. We haven't seen Caleb McGarry yet pout. And what did we see Tap McKinley do when we didn't sign his fifth-year option? He went straight to the <laughs> exactly. Caleb McGarry, you ain't heard him say zilch about his contract negotiations. But the dude is out there 
balling. So I say, get that man his money. When you go out there and ball, all we can say is you deserve it. He deserves a new contract, period, because you're still going to roll the dice. If you go out in free agency and bring in another right tackle or you go in the draft, you're rolling the dice again that you might you might roll snake eyes and not end up getting what you think you're going to get. So I believe in the same thing that they've been preaching, Terry Fontenot, signing your own guys. That's what I believe in. You sign your guys because we know what these guys can do in this system. These guys already have built chemistry. Keep this offensive line together if you can do it. Why not? The smart teams keep their guys together. And you said the key word, if you can do it. If, if you, you can, can do, do it. it. Yeah. If, if you can do you it, why can not? do it. And I saw a question up here. It said, Alice here said, he's an average tackle with good run blocking traits. Uh, this is a running offense, so um, that sounds just about right. Compared to, me. to who? Who said he was an average tackle? Compared to who? Because there's not a lot of good uh, right tackles in the league to begin with. It's not a lot, a lot of good tackles, period, in the league. <laughs> He's basically Taylor Lewan, but he plays on the right side. That's 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 what I'm talking about. We we talk. Look, we got to start with these individual efforts in, in football. We literally just saw our quarterback go seven for 19, made, and they still was in the game. Let me repeat that again because you guys probably didn't hear what I said. Seven for 19. And we still won the game. So why are we so focused on if, if – let's just say if he's not a very good – Tackle. Let's just say he's not a very good tackle. He's playing good for us, and we can sign him for less. That's mm-hmm. money you don't. You can allocate towards putting to a guy. You can draft him in the second round. You can trade up, draft a guy mm-hmm. in the second round. You can trade up, draft a guy in the first round. Why? Because you save money on a guy like Caleb McGarry. All everybody's so infatuated with the first round picks and going out and spending sixty, seventy million dollars on these tackles and these free agent players that may not do anything for us? How many times do we – do we got to bring up Dante Fowler again? Do we got to bring up Ray Edwards again? What? How many times do we got to do this? Let's reward our players that play well for us. They don't have to be. They are part of a puzzle. They are part of a team. In other words, the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass Thank is greener you. where you water it, period. Pay these guys, man. Forget trying to go out and replace them because you don't know what you're getting. That's the mm-hmm. problem when you replace guys. You can do it. Doesn't mean it's going to work out, though. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were trying to tell you guys. And Mike was just talking I get, about. Oh, I get, I, I give you a perfect example. Wes Schweitzer. Exactly. Ben Garland, <laughs> he was starting for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. They starting center for a while. Yep. So a lot of times, as much as we talk about average tackles, great tackles, all that stuff like that, at the end of the day, it still comes down to chemistry, bro. Chemistry, man. Harvard Dog so, is like a six-round pick, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. He was, like, he was a late-round draft pick. Uh, Schaefer was a um, – the dude was a uh, he was an undrafted tackle. Well, what are we talking about? Look, bro. At the end of the day, when you get a group of guys 
that work well together, let's keep them together. There's no reason to bring in a, a, a Stephen A. Smith to a crew, all right, when we already getting, you know, millions of views ourselves. There's no reason to go out here and pay them all this money when we get the same numbers. It does not matter. Reward the players and reward the people for giving you the W at the end of the day. So let me two yards rushing, bro. So so let me ask y'all a question. Y'all see the heavy hitters right here. Yeah. What if Mike and you decide <laughs> to get rid of me? But somebody that's a bigger content creator than me. I mean, well, you, I'm, you, I'm you, you like, look, 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 how would you feel if well, the I, heavy I ain't hitter, gonna like that because I don't like too many people? I'm, I'm, I'm not getting rid of I'm not gonna... <laughs> look, no, I'm since we talking us, since we talking about right, it's it just not gonna have that same feel, man. I like uh, that, like I said, these are my brothers, man. It's just oh. it's just a certain feel that you oh. just cannot you cannot replace, mm -hmm. and that's just honest, man. The same with the I, AFN crew. It's a brotherhood, and it's just something that you just can't replace, man. You just can't replace that type of stuff. When you get it, you know it for a fact when it's good. How'd that work out for Seattle? I always go back to it. When they broke mm -hmm. the Legion of Boom up, gave all that money to Russell Wilson, how'd that work out for him? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Mm -hmm. oh, man. Yeah. That work out too good. Mm-hmm. Alex ain't here. He may, he may, like I said, he, like I said, he may feel like he do a better job than me. Mm-hmm. Are y'all gonna, y'all, y'all think it's gonna be the same feel? Mm-mm. Nah. <laughs> I can tell you, absolutely no. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, no. Ain't no shots taken at them, but dude, like you said, you can't get rid of something. You you can't replace what's working. What's and if working, Caleb man. McGarry is working for this team, despite not having the fifth year option. See, we damn my bad. I'm D Coleman. That that's a fuck no. Okay, hell no. I'm John Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I, Look, I said I was gonna stop cursing. I'm look, I'm working on it, man. But hell no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have me ranting every day of the week, bro. Right. <laughs> that would not work. Right. Right. So you would get rid of me just because I don't have the following of these two. Mm -mm. Or be vice versa. It could be Mike right. and it could be one of right, us three. Right, exactly. It could exactly. be any one of us three. Mm -hmm. Nah. That's a chemistry, man. Exactly. You don't mess with that chemistry right now. These boys right. are playing great together and just build upon that. Exactly. exactly. I don't even know why it's a topic of discussion. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We got they don't want to pay Caleb McGear because they think he sucks. They think they think he's I mean, average at best. 
I mean, that's why that's why today during the the pregame show with Madness and the regulators, I said I ain't giving no stats. Just go watch the game. Mm-hmm. It ain't no way in the world you can tell me you want to part way with the right side of that offensive line. Ain't Ooh. no way in the mm-hmm. hell you telling me you ain't you don't want them goons out there running in front of you when you got the ball. Because I guarantee you. Tyler Agil, Huntley, CP, you ask either one of them. You ask either one of them. You want to uh, find somebody else for you to run behind on their right side? They're going to look at you sideways. So, and so, they're going to laugh at you in your face. So if you so if you do decide to get the new right tackle and he doesn't pan out like you want him, you're going to want to get rid of him too. And now have that revolving door of guys on that offensive line, which has been a problem for the Falcons for years now. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm if not you can it. afford it, if you can afford it, you go for it. If he's too damn I, expensive I, for you, it is what it is. I'm not going to replace a freight train with the little engine that could. <laughs> I'm not about to do that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and, and these guys on that right side, Lindstrom and McGarrett, they have been a freight train, man. And you telling me you gonna take a chance that somebody else coming in there and either not playing well enough or getting hurt, and now you ain't got these these boys right here playing nasty smash mouth football. And let me ask y'all a question: How's the te- how how's the um Tevin Jenkins experiment in Chicago going right now? Trey Sermon, shit. I go look like pure shit. <laughs> it's a lot of players that they got rid of. You know, for one, San Francisco, they had they they traded all their picks to go get um, Trey Lance, and look how that is. They look they look like they a, a completely different team right now. They look like they're on the down side of, of the game now rather than up. Like, I don't yeah, know where that team is going from this point. Because now man. you have to keep Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And you man. wasted that pick, like you were talking about. You mm-hmm. wasted yeah. that pick. So that's why I say don't waste your time. And to be honest, when we talk about Caleb McGarry, I know where his money going to come from. It's Calvin Ridley. Like, we just talked about it. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley's not going to get extended. He's either going to get traded because – they said prior to him getting suspended, he was already going to be traded to the Eagles. But then because of his suspension, they didn't trade him because of the suspension. They knew he was about to get suspended. So he was already out the door. So Calvin Ridley's going to get traded or cut. They probably will trade him because you want to get back some type of draft, you know, compensation back for him. But based off of the offense that we run, and this is why we keep talking about scheme fit, The based off of the offense we run, we're running the ball as paramount. You got to keep your offensive line together. You got to pay your offensive line first. So Lindstrom mm-hmm. and McGarry are probably going to be the first two guys that's going to get a contract. And then that's why I said Lorenzo Carter, because he's a part of the defensive line. And this whole regime is about the trenches. So if your your regime is about the trenches, you got to pay your guys in the trenches. That was one reason why I was mad about Jordan Davis, because I kept saying you got to value the trenches. The way you show you value, you give new contracts out. So those mm-hmm. guys are getting new contracts. Period. We already know Lindstrom gonna get probably be one of the highest paid 
uh, mm-hmm. guards. But Bagheera will get a reasonable deal. I don't think he's going to, like, reset the market or get a crazy deal. But he's going to get a decent – you know, they're going to give him a probably a three-year extension because he deserves it. I mean, he, he's doing it. Like I said, he's on a contract year. He balling out on a contract year. What happens when you ball out on a contract year? You get paid. Period. If we don't pay him, trust me, somebody's gonna pay him. So yeah. if we smart, if we want to keep our offensive line together, we better pay him. We seen with a foyer had that ball out year in the contract year. What happened to foyer? He got paid by the Jaguars. And no, it wasn't that the Falcons didn't want to pay for you. They couldn't pay for you. You ain't got no damn money. <laughs> the NFL record did cap that money. Dip cap hit. NFL record. Mm-hmm. Okay. The thing is, by Caleb and Chris, by McGarry and Listener. They've been developing chemistry with one another ever mm-hmm. since that All-American game a few years ago. Yeah. That's a, mm-hmm. Yeah, they were drafted together. So, like I said, keep your unit together. Those boys came in together. They were drafted the same year. So, you want to keep that chemistry. There's no reason to move on from McGarry at this point or Lindstrom. You pay those guys. And like I said, if you value your trenches, you pay, period. We stop paying all these wide receivers. You go in out and got Drake London, let's be real, to replace Calvin Ridley. That's just the reason. That's why we went out and got a wide receiver. That was the prime reason they drafted Drake London was to replace Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we got our number one wide receiver. It's Drake London. And he's showing us that he's special. And he fit. he's a scheme fit. Calvin Ridley showed us when he was actually playing under the, in this system, he wasn't a scheme fit. He didn't fit this scheme. Period. He's a, a talented wide receiver, but he needs to go somewhere where he fits the scheme. He doesn't fit Arthur Smith's scheme. Right. And excuse me, Phil Weathers, but why do we care right now? Why are you worried about it right now? <laughs> we got a whole season to go. We got a few games. What, 13 games left? Come on, man. I exactly. mean, we have a hypothetical games. about a guy suspended for the rest of the season. Like, come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come on, y'all. We just we we literally just drug supposedly one of the one of the soon to be playoff teams this year. We just drug them up and down the field today. And hey, we, look. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, hey, look. And before they tell you that Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney wasn't here, remember, this was a worse roster than the Houston Texans. Yeah, so we no supposed to be the excuses. worst roster. Ain't no damn what? excuses. What it matter who they ain't got if we the worst roster in the NFL? What it matter? Mm-hmm. What it matter? Right. Y'all don't like winning or something? Y'all got a problem. Maybe y'all just not used to being winners. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. A lot of the world is losers. Maybe y'all part of them people. Maybe y'all part of them, the losers of the world, that just when they see winning, they don't know how to appreciate it, how to mm-hmm. celebrate it. Yeah, yeah, I still look, 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 look. I'm gonna bring it up tomorrow. I, I think I still got that picture. Is that the Houston Texans were a better, better roster than the Atlanta Falcons coming into the season? So even if the Cleveland Browns was in that top twelve, so even without a Miles Garrett and a Jadavian Clowney, that's no excuse for Cleveland to lose. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and Caleb McGarry, he he ain't been on. He ain't been on taking y'all y'all favorite player on the defense and making a uh, an example out of him. Y'all remember what he did week one to your boy Cam Jordan? You think the dead inclined to win the got the same treatment today? Cam Jordan ain't recovered since. Y'all really think Klein and one got the same treatment? What has he done? Cam Jordan ain't the Saints ain't been the same since that first game. Cameron Jordan still licking his wounds from week one. Mm-hmm. Cameron McGarry the- took his ass to school. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, so anytime somebody tell you, well, Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney didn't play, remember. Before the season started, the Texans were a better team than us. We were ranked 32 out of 32 teams. You play to win the game. Why are we worried about what the hell Ritter is doing? He ain't playing. Mm. We're winning. We're two and two. What are you complaining about? What's going on, Trey? Man, Trey, please, please, please. Lord Jesus Christ. They ain't I, used I, to win, and Mike, they ain't used to win. I, I, I just don't get it, bro. They, you, you can't be used to winning. You up here worried about a guy that ain't played one snap this. What, what, what are we? They like them games, like the Seahawks and Lions game today. They want them type of games every week. That's what they like. Trey, please give us your take, man. What what you got to say real quick, man? Man, um, I'm proud of this team today. Um, I ain't going to touch too much on the trenches since y'all already did. But I will say, y'all was a lot of y'all was complaining about A.J. Terrell a lot this season. What happened to A.J.? A.J. ain't the same. He getting cooked. He followed. Y'all said last year, he y'all said he was guarding number two and number three all receivers. He, he followed Amari Cooper all day today. When the snap, Amari Cooper didn't see number 24 right in front of him. Guess what Amari Cooper's stat line was today? Two targets, one reception. Drop the stat line for him, bro. Drop it. Go ahead, Trey. Go ahead, Trey. What was the stat line again? Two targets, one reception, nine yards. That one reception came back in first. Oh, my God. You heard the announcer too. They said they said the Browns trying to get the Browns are trying everything they can to get AJ Terrell off of Amari Cooper. That's where he is. That boy. But like y'all said, hey, we they said it in a live game. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. Get over here, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Trey! Can you tell them one more time? I don't think they heard you in the back. <laughs> tell them again in the stat line. I got you. I got you. Tell two them one targets, more again in the stat line. Two targets, one reception, and nine yards. Mm. That's what happens when you're supposed to go against the best. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, mm-hmm. like, like a lot of these teams are using bunch formations to get. AJ off of these receivers. Y'all got to watch film. They're they're not just playing the one-on-one. Even the one the play where he gave up to Mike Thomas, it was a pick play. 
AJ had to recover. <laughs> These are not just one on one man, like man to man. That's not what this is. They're using to get. So we got to get. We if we're gonna we, we're gonna say all right, AJ gave up this and this and that. We got to look at what the truth is. And the truth of the matter, they use a lot of these black formations to get that man off a lot of these mm-hmm. deep, uh, these wide receivers. So go ahead and get that uh, case time. And Myron Jackson with the $5 super chat said, let you guys, you guys give more accurate information than fantasy ESPN. That's a damn, that's damn truth. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Appreciate that, man. We definitely appreciate that. That's the love right there, man. So, and like I said, for the people in the back, this is what happens when you run (laughs) the damn ball. 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 The ball. (laughs) Zay talking about let me on. Well, we ain't seen your ass in about four months. Boy, hey, come on, man. You don't get out of here, man. That man will come in here and talk about something. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He dropped the leak. They ain't seen him in about two. But, yeah, good you four months. He's talking about it. Come on, wake me up. Well, what? So you can talk about how we finally got wins? Man, come on, man. You got to You gotta be here for the good and the bad, not when we win. So we don't mm-hmm. play that, then. Like I said, the last time we dropped the link for his ass, he never showed up. So, nah, we ain't doing yeah, that. Yeah, we good on that. <laughs> hey, Jerome, we was filth in the league going into this game. And we mm-hmm. came out with two more turnovers. So, we we probably somewhere around – we probably somewhere around about the same fifth, fourth, you know, uh, uh, fifth, fourth, or third. We probably somewhere up in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, they said they said DK Metcalf got carted off the field. Ooh, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. He said everybody they said he just had to go to bat. What the fuck? The bat. <laughs> 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 he, he had to go pee pee. <laughs> Boy, he shit. He must have shit it on himself. Then he had to be. He said. I think he done uh, shit himself. <laughs> I think he yeah, shot himself. But yeah, man, like you said, but at the end of the day, man, it wasn't pretty. This is why we call it the butterhead offense. It wasn't pretty, but it got the job done. And when they needed to, like you said, you got AJ Terrell putting the clamps on down Amari Cooper. Actually, set didn't really attack the outer numbers, but maybe like Three times the whole game. Like I said, despite giving up 177 yards on the damn ground, when they needed to give some run stops, they got them with in that in that moment they needed to. Yeah, we always talk about those key stops, man. Key stop and key situation. That's what we continuously preach. Like I said, Grady Jarrett came up with another. What that make? That makes almost four sacks for Grady Jarrett. <laughs> yeah, three and a half on the season. Three, three and, and a half. half. Ooh, boy, come on, three man. and a half in four games. 
And all of them crucial sacks, too. Yeah. That's the thing. Crucial. Or, or, or what they call it? Critical sacks. Oh, uh, I, was, I, was, I was hoping you weren't going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Ran right into that one. Exactly. Exactly. What are they going to call it? Critical, critical sacks. He got some damn crucial sacks. The crucial sacks. Exactly. So, man, we're going to go ahead and wind this thing down, man. We definitely got more to talk about for this week. We got a lot of down this week, man. Mm -hmm. So, y'all definitely going to tune in to AFN. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned over AFN. Your boy Blackberry and the rest of the fam going to be over there to give you some more. Give, give you some more of this work. Give me some more. Oh, give me some more. Give me some more. And, 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 and like I said, make sure y'all y'all send y'all therapy sessions to the Saints fans because I think a lot of them are on. Um, boy, 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 boy. I think a lot of them, I think they in their feelings right now. I had. I had somebody I seen somebody say, um, I'd rather just had Taysom Hill start the rest of the year at quarterback. <laughs> Woo boy, they in ACP. This is why we say wait and see. Don't get ahead of yourself, man. Uh no, Zay they want to leave say Zay said we lame as hell for not doing that. I'm about to say says the guy that Said the guy that um DM me crying about the fact that man might criticize Justin Fields. Yeah, Don't, I, the same Justin Field that went out of Chicago too. <laughs> man. This same guy that that cries at any moment when you criticize Justin Field. Yeah, and you call us lame as fuck. Well, get the fuck up out of here. So y'all make sure y'all go ahead and tune into that um. AFN after show, man. Like you said, y'all make sure y'all go and continue to support six man K staff, Mad Mike Sports, yes, sir. Jew Talk Sports, AFN, Georgia Sports Nation, Blackberry, so, Blackberry YouTube channel, also, mm-hmm. and also subscribe to the Blackberry man over here, man. <laughs> so until next time, people, man, go, show go do it right now, go do, go it, do right it right now. now, right now, go do it. So until next time, people, man, y'all make sure y'all watch out for Cooler Talk Monday, Six Man Combo, and the Heavy Hitters. Oh, yeah. So, deuces, people. Thank you.